In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. The John John and Manic Show! Hello, everybody, and welcome to the, I guess, first inaugural episode of John John and Manic! Yes, that's right. Um, you know, once again, we would like to thank, well, none of our listeners, because this is the f- inaugural episode of uh, John John Animatic. Um, and I guess before we begin, um, there may be certain topics that we discuss that we um, would like to not get sued on. So luckily, we have a, a lawyer on hand. Um, so... Don't sue us because he's doing everything pro bono for for us. Um, I did not consent to this. You don't get consent. To, yeah, you're present. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. So, you know, bring on your fucking lawsuits. <laughs> we we are lawyered up. Oh my for god! Free. So for today's wow, uh, okay. first hint of the day, uh, John, please thank people as well. Um, who am I supposed to thank because this is our f- first inaugural episode? But anyway, who, I, I guess whoever's listening into this, um, thanks and listen to other episodes of, of KC and John John um, and maybe future John John and Matic episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, shout shout and, out to KC and John John. Great yeah, shout podcast. out to KC and John John. The, Great the host. best, greatest, best podcast in the world. <laughs> Huge listenership. Yes. Sound like Trump, man. It's got the greatest, greatest, largest listenership in the entire world. <clears throat> no, no other podcast has, has seen greater numbers. Jeez, yes, man. that's correct. <laughs> um, and I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. I guess. I guess to start off. Um, why don't you guys give a bit of introduction to well yourselves and and the Matic as well? Yeah. Shall we start with our leader? Who's the leader? The supreme. Leader. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Uh, the great I, dictator of the Matic. Oh wow! Okay. Um, the Dick Matic. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> the Mad Dick. Okay. Uh, hi guys. I'm Marshall. Um, and hi Marshall. With me because hey, uh, <coughs> I'm just Marshall Mathers. Anyway. Okay. Yo, can you tell us a bit more about yourself, Marshall? Just a regular guy. Um, Nobody I'm gives an... a fuck about me. Anyway. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about me. I, don't... <laughs> I really don't know where to go with this, but yeah. I run the Matic blog with Casey and Vincent. Yeah, that's yep. about it. <laughs> Casey sounds like a very familiar name to me. I'm not sure I know, right? where I've heard I... that before. Yeah, yeah. He's a very he... recognizable person in the podcasting industry, I think. Oh, okay. I think, yeah. is, it, is it from the John John? You I mean the guy with it. the really crazy Asian flash? Yeah, probably that guy. Yeah, yeah the, the guy yeah, who looks yeah. like the, the guy, guy who's who's like currently Boo. looks like Majin Boo. <laughs> 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 Hiding behind a mic. Shout out to Dragon oh, Ball. God. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dragon, you can, Ball. Dragon Ball can sponsor us as well. Um, oh, so wow. okay, we yeah. we are definitely lacking in balls here, especially ones of dragons. <laughs> anyway, yep. yes. Next uh, person, what? Vincent. All right. Um, uh, hey guys, uh, this is I'm Vincent. Um, uh, part of part of a medic team. He's, well. he's high right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm part of Matic team and also I, I I would say I am the latest addition to the Matic team as well. Huh? How how old are you? <laughs> you I mean at the same time as Casey man. Alright, alright, I guess we are the same. Yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're definitely mm-hmm. high right now. You're definitely yeah. high right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um uh, that's all about me I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh and, and I'm Casey, I'm also part of uh, Team Matic. Uh, one of the two magnes in Team Matic, along with Vincent. So, 
we are both like <laughs> the cute, the cute little brothers of uh, Marshall, who is our boss and our <laughs> leader. Oh, and yeah, uh, together we are Team Medic, and we are very happy to be here on the John John Show today. Yes, mm-hmm. thanks for having um, us, John. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> Um, okay. Of course, of course, it's an honor to be on my show. So, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, we are we are um, very honored, like uh, that you let us be on the show. You know, because you're such a great host. Yes, and uh, your your hosting is legendary. The, mo- so. the most excellent host. Okay. <laughs> so we're so we're so happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, wh- wh- what are we here to do today, John? We are here to talk nonsense and also nice. as an excuse to drink during the day. Yep. Of course. Um, but but before we get into more drinking, um, we have our first um, weekly segment of the week on the John John and <laughs> nice. Nomadic Show, uh, which is the Cliche Corner. And Ooh, that's a good name. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic name. No Great. names have been greater than this. Yes. Um, and our cliche of the week is the safe queen. Ooh. So would would anyone like to uh, elaborate on the meaning behind a safe queen? I, th- I think again, like safe queen, again, like in the watch world, it means a watch that you buy and you only keep in a safe that you don't actually wear. Yeah. And again, as always, there's so much crossover, but in the car world, I think it's called a garage queen, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, you, you, you can't really you, you can't really keep a car in a safe. In a safe. I mean, yeah, unless like it's a the it's garage a, is a, a massive safe. safe. Yeah. 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 Just so just that that's basically what yeah. a but but this uh, this safe isn't is. but, but this isn't really a, a car podcast. This is a watch yeah. podcast. So that that's correct. Yeah. I, I'm I, I do apologize for going off topic, John. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know that your podcasts are normally very much on topic all the time. My podcast uh, ch- is is basically based on uh, staying on topic at all times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. we'll try to minimize our tangents. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Marsh, so- would you would you like to describe what a safe queen is? Uh, in my mind, perhaps it would be a person who bought, I don't know, a watch at auction. Like perhaps it's like new old stock, and then they just chuck into the safe. And literally, mm-hmm. the watch wouldn't see the day of light. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much the light it of day. for me. Yeah, fuck, yeah. So... Marshall's here calling people high. And I'm high myself. High. And yeah, he's talking but... about the day of light. <laughs> Which sounds like a cult, Jesus. by the way. Yeah. Oh my the, God. the church, the, the church <laughs> the of the church day of, of light of run by Pastor Marshall. <laughs> Don't Sounds bring your kids right. there. <laughs> yeah, but let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the negative. I don't know if it's really negative, but you know the connotations behind the term of safe queen. I feel like you know the watch community has a lot of um, disdain over this particular term and people who actually practice. Well, I say uh, I it as if it's a we culture. Yeah. Before <laughs> we start, I think we should um, we should first disclose. You know, like because we don't want to offend anyone. Uh, does anyone here have a safe queen? I have a partial. I'll start. Partial I, I, I don't. I don't have a safe queen. I wear all my watches. Same. Uh, John? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I wear all my watches. I Vince, have one. Do you have a safe queen? Uh, I don't. Um, uh, I believe I, I came across this uh, hashtag on Instagram. It says, use your shit. Yeah. Amen, brother. Amen. Yep, Preach. So... Okay. Uh, Marshall, yep. Marshall do, you, do you have a safe queen? <laughs> I have a partial safe queen, if you will. Oh, what, do what, exactly, watch, okay. what exactly is a partial safe queen? How, how so do you watch a very partial, How do you actually partial? I actually, you, I actually do wear the watch. Okay, is this is this you know I, on like special occasions? It's not something that I think I wear he keeps every half day. the watch in the safe and then like he leaves the safe open, so it's like the other half's out. Yeah, yeah probably, so probably it's a partial the, safe queen. Yeah. Probably the strap is just on the hand and then just balancing <laughs> off the safe, you know. Yeah. yeah so and, every and time when pic- I picture, put it back. Yeah, so every time when I wanted to take a good photo of it, I would just take it and then say, I actually do wear my shit and then put it back. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's how I Great. That's how I combat the uh, you know, the negative connotations of safe queen. In, in, Instagram okay. fakery. Wow. Nice. 
Well, that's what Instagram is all about, right? <laughs> yeah, that's, tr- that's true. What so, so what, what yeah. do we think of, of Safe Queens? Um, I don't know. I don't think it's a, necessarily a bad thing because if you're a collector, you do whatever you want with your watches, man. I don't really care. Coming from the only guy with a safe queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For reasons that I cannot disclose. So, yeah. Totally not dodgy at all. Yeah. yeah. A lawyer who has a watch that he's not allowed to wear. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I wouldn't say I'm not allowed to wear. I just don't want to wear it on a daily basis. Hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Sure. No, sure I mean, like, look, in all seriousness, <laughs> if you have a watch that is quite rare and it's in relatively good condition... Would you wear it every single day? I yes. wouldn't. I wouldn't. So. Yeah, I would. I would. All right. So well, good, good. Uh, if, it, if, it was, if it was my if it was my only watch, just a then I would have no choice to wear it every day. But you know, with with lockdown and all that, and I just have bare wrists all the time. John, I've seen yeah. you wear your Laurent Ferrier like shirtless. Laurent Ferrier. Yes. Laurent Ferrier. So don't don't give me that shit. <laughs> Why have you seen me shirtless? Hentai! Uchi! <laughs> oh my. <laughs> okay. Um, oh god. We're escalating wow. this real quick. Holy shit. 10 minutes in. Anyway. <laughs> 10 minutes in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, personally, I, I'm kind of in the same page as uh, the rest of you, I think. Um, mm. Definitely hashtag use your shit. Um, I wear all... Like, before COVID, I used to wear my JLC to work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't mm-hmm. anymore for very obvious reasons. Why? Um, yeah, why? Why? Uh, why? I don't think the JLC... Do a lot of exactly? searches. A lot of candy. I, I don't think the JLC is rated to survive, like, industrial-grade... Um, corona? Disinfectants. <laughs> oh oh, also <laughs> Corona, yes. Fair. Wait, industrial grade <laughs> Corona. <laughs> what the fuck's that? Um, it's you Corona. Don't, you don't want to know. Corona made for also, industries. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're going conspiracy theory right from the bat. It was made in China. Uh, what okay. do you What do you guys think of um, Safe Queens, um, Vince? Um. Uh, I think for a good enough reasons, like let's say if you actually got a vintage watch, let's say, and it's uh, mm-hmm. very it's very rare. Hashtag, hashtag. Moser. Yep. Very rare. Nice. And, uh, Sponsor is Moser. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, let's say it, you, you actually can't bring it out to like your daily, I don't know, outings or doing whatever it is that you're supposed to do, like washing hands and whatnot, then... Yeah, that's that's probably a good enough reasons to be a safe queen, but not really in my case because I don't really own these kind of like vintage or fragile watches in any way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to add on to that. I think for a lot of people, um, including myself, uh, so one of the reasons why you have a safe queen is because, like what Vincent said, it could be a very rare vintage watch. It's one of its kind, and you just simply cannot bring it out with you everywhere you go. I had a friend who actually lost a very, um, I think it's a very rare, uh, what was it? Moser. Again? Nodis Contrail? Moser. No, no, no. It's a Universal Genève. Um, it's one of the rare oh, not, not a Nodis Contrail piece unique. No? Mm, no sounds like no somebody. One, no, one, no one really cares oh. about that. Yeah, no mm. one gives a shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, cool, yeah, cool. It was cool, a really cool, nice, cool, uh, cool. it was a really nice pole router. It was like NOS. And I think it was a third time. He 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 actually bought it for for uh, for daily wear, and he lost it on the fourth day. Oh wow! So okay. yeah, that's one of the how, reasons how did why. He lose it? I think he went. He went. I can't remember what was the occasion. We were. Yeah, I don't really remember, but it was an outing that we went out. Um, and yes, because yeah. usually on outings you go out. Yeah, I mean <laughs> yeah, that's. Fuck, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Was it a was it a hike or something? It was a very casual okay. hike, not not like a serious hike. So I don't know what happened, but he did lose the watch on the fourth day. So that's one of the reasons why I felt like shit. You know, there's always a time and place for everything, I guess, especially mm-hmm. for very special watches, which is why safe queens, you know, they have an exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, myself, I don't agree with people who buy and then just, just chuck it in the safe and then, you know, they don't, they don't take it out ever. You know, I believe to, you know, we should wear our watches for sure. Enjoy yeah. it. But mm-hmm. I think there are definitely some exceptions to that rule. Like in all seriousness, this is one of those examples. 
Um, yeah, but like you could wear that pole rather out and about, but not on a hike. But then again, there there are certain situations where you do wear a very nice vintage watch, and for example, that that I mean, for example, if you do get in an accident, you ruin the watch, and then yeah, how does that work? If you you're know? honestly, if you're afraid of that, then mm-hmm. there's a risk that even at home, like something could happen. So yeah, but it's just an, it's insane. You might as well not buy the watch. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think that's why a but lot if, of times if, um, I I try not to buy watches that are too rare or too expensive because, mm-hmm. you know, you have to come to terms with the fact that, you know, sometimes things do happen and I don't think I can have, ever deal with that eventuality, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know if, yeah, I, like, if I could say the rest for everyone else, but yeah. I'll like, say another, an, like, another part of it is like just not wanting to, you know, scratch or have anything ruin the watch in a way and like like you know you know those um, those memes about oh you know i got my first ding on my my rolex or whatever yeah for instance. Mm-hmm. yeah um but i but at, at the same time like I'm, I'm also in the in the camp where it's like you you bought this like wear it mm-hmm. and whatever happens happens i guess um um except except for losing losing a watch Really, especially yeah. when, you know, especially when it gets stolen, and then you don't, um, don't even know if you yeah. actually, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. That that one's definitely a special, no, uh, yeah. special case, I think. Yeah, that mm. happens to special special people. People to special somebody, <laughs> yeah, to somebody. <laughs> special needs one. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess that's where we stand. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's risk management, and at the end of the day, you just have to manage your risk, risk management. Risk. You draw wait, your wait, line. Management. Is that risk or risk management? Oh, a little bit of both. A mm. little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Risk, mm-hmm. risk column A, bit of column B. Mm-hmm. But I think, like what John said, it comes with the it comes with the entire hobby. You know, like the fact that you're gonna buy a watch, you have to accept the fact that. You know, nothing's permanent. Something yeah. will happen to the watch unless yeah. you. Yep. Yep. And then yep. you, if you were to chuck it in the safe, you're not truly enjoying it to its fullest. Uh, yeah. For most mm-hmm. people, yep. for the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. And um, well, moving on to our second topic of the day, our um, main meat. Yeah. Um, you know, like we four of us, like we have come from various. Parts. Well, well, we we all we're all Malaysian, but we've gone <laughs> off to different parts of the world, and it all yes. happens to be uh, former British colonies. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is Wait, even is England a former British colony? I mean, they are um, the British the, colonies. Yes. Okay. So okay, shall we say we've all been to the Commonwealths? Yes, we we've, we've all been to the Commonwealths. Come on, like we're yeah. even even. We are all born in the we're previous Commonwealth. <laughs> yeah, so we're born. We're born in a Commonwealth. We've we've uh, grown up and studied in Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. We're the, yeah. we're born and bred Commonwealth people. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. not not rare wealth, but just common. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. you know, like I was, uh, I would just like to ask, like, what what's the experience of of uh, having studied and i guess developed in these commonwealth countries so maybe marshall you can you can get us started you mean as from the, uh... as the origins of the commonwealth from <laughs> uh, from from your experiences there and also uh, i guess of the watch community there since you know from the motherland since, from the uh, motherland. The, since, since the john john the john john and Maddox show is about watches right yeah. uh i don't have a lot to say about being you know, have, I mean, being able to study in the UK because um, it's an, obviously it's a necessity for uh, for lawyers to go through the bar either in the UK or locally. Mm-hmm. But I think in the UK, it's definitely a, there's definitely a cultural difference for sure um, in terms of uh, I think lifestyle for sure. And then mm-hmm. yeah, that's all I could say for the UK experience. It's it's amazing though. I went to London. London is mm-hmm. really the heart of a lot of uh, a lot of things. Watches being one of them. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the heart of the Commonwealth. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I think when it when it comes to watches, the one thing I, I observed was the fact that uh, since London was such a central 
city, you know, in a, in Europe, um, yeah. you get yeah. a lot of access and exposure to brands, and also, mm -hmm. you know, I think from an interaction standpoint, it's definitely up there for me because that's where I met a lot of people from different brands, mm -hmm. uh, and then these people are not just like salespeople; they're like CEOs and designers, and you you just get like, to have these like very intimate conversations with these people. And because I was part of the whole Red Bar London chapter, okay. um, and that was really that was a really interesting uh, experience as well. Because um, you don't, it's not like just people coming together and then showing off their watches, but they mm -hmm. do invite prominent people uh, to actually come talk about their brand, the story, and it's mm -hmm. very different. Because right here, obviously, we're a bit different. We are in the Southeast Asia. It's very difficult to get people yeah. to come half, you know, from to fly across the globe. I mean, especially in times like this. Yeah, but in London it's very different. Um, mm -hmm. So especially back then in two, I think 2015, 16, you still have like watch fairs, like you know, Salon QP and whatnot. Um, yeah, and those experiences are unlike anything that we see here today. Because in Malaysia, it's mostly about you know sales and you know they're trying to exhibit their new models and stuff like that. I felt like it's mm -hmm. very dead. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very one dimensional as opposed to being London, mm -hmm. um, and also. I think in terms of the, the community there itself, people there have very, um, I don't know how, how exactly do I describe this, but I think in terms of taste, it's very uh, classical. And there's a certain romanticism associated with the style of watches that they collect. Mm -hmm. You do see a lot of independence as well. A okay. lot of very, very rare vintage watches, um, a lot of uh, very high-end independent brands. So this is definitely night and day when it comes to collecting. Uh, mm -hmm. in comparison to what we see here mm -hmm. um yeah but overall it's a great experience i think you know yeah That's i want to elaborate like... you want to elaborate more on on red bar so, so like last week we were uh, talking with mr we, furry we mr furry yeah. mr furry mm -hmm. and sorry i had mr furry <laughs> mm, on right. my right. show uh, oh yeah yep That's and right. and uh he 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 touched on briefly about um, Red Bar Toronto and Red Bar mm -hmm. Ottawa and how it's like a very close-knit community in the sense where like, it's it feels like a family almost. Like, is would you say your experiences in London or well, uh, well, Red Bar London was kind of the same thing? Well, when I started getting involved with uh, Red Bar London, it was at the infancy of you know the whole group because uh -huh. when I was there, there was never really a Red Bar chapter. And then eventually when they started, I think it was, if I remember clearly, it was around the late, it's around the late, uh, later parts of 2015. Um, obviously, it was a smaller community when we started off, but mm -hmm. the camaraderie is all the same. Um, and I think I made 70% of my friends uh, from the, the, the whole gathering itself. Mm -hmm. But then in later parts, when I actually moved on from London, I heard that, you know, the, the community got bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. So it came to a point that they had to limit the number of participants for each event, for each gathering. So I don't know. I, I have nothing to add to that. But I think <laughs> in the early stages, definitely, it's a very close-knit community. You you meet a lot of, like, really like-minded people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the camaraderie mm -hmm. is the same. Yeah. Actually, like, like what are the demographics of uh, Red Bar London like? I think a lot of people are in their mid-30s and a lot of professionals, lawyers, mm, okay, doctors, okay. engineers. Um, mm. Yeah, it's pretty much that. Yeah, yeah that sound, mm. sounds a bit like uh, Red Bar Melbourne to me as well. Right. Um, mm. Well, I guess we can get into our, well, our fellow Melbourneian resident or former Melbourneian resident, which is... Former uh, of two... Yeah. One one of two Melbourneian Vincents, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, and yep. yeah. So Vincent, would you like to elaborate on your watch collecting community in Melbourne? Right. So um, uh, basically, I started midway of my whole uh, Melbourne stay. In, mm -hmm. in terms of like uh, starting to actually look up for these sort of like gatherings and also read much more in-depth in watches. And basically that's when everything starts for me as well to mm -hmm. do this whole watch collecting. And uh, so far I've only been to like one or two of the gatherings in Melbourne, which is with the Australian Watch Forum. Okay. Yep. So they had, they had one in the 
if I recall, it's in Collingwood. It's mm. in some. It's is this guy um easy, uh, some uh, art gallery. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's basically very much of the same sort of a demographic as well. Um, uh, just that. At some point, I do think like uh, that's a little bit of like a pretentiousness. I, it's sort of like very, very different from your experience, John. I mm-hmm. think from what from your last week's uh, episodes. Um, Shout out uh, to but... our last week episode of the. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. the you mean your last week, not our. Your last <laughs> yes, week. Yes, my yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the Casey um, and John uh... John show. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, but then I have got good experience as well meeting like really humble people who mm. are really um, uh, knowledgeable towards like vintage oh. watchers and stuff as well mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, yeah, pardon oh, <laughs> oh yeah um, uh, yeah I remember at that time I was just like uh, the the only kid in the whole place with my very own like Seiko 5 at that time like very happy with my um, uh, gathering and just yeah. like pop up right there and people are just like slapping like Patek and and like rollies and stuff like that you know and i'm just oh okay that's pretty cool and yeah that's where i made a few friends as well mm-hmm. and uh and from there eventually i influenced my friends like friends around me which are malaysians as well which includes yeah. like one of the two vincent from melbourne <laughs> yeah yep uh got him into watch collecting as well and yeah that's pretty much my experience is it vincent Lowe uh, that you're talking about yes vincent Lowe. so Shout um, vincent Lowe. Uh, yeah his instagram <laughs> at, handle at complicated, is, uh, complicated times, times like t-h-y-m-e-s yeah. yes yes, yes. Yeah. times the herb um <laughs> yeah like fans. just just to add just to add into that so like like red bar melbourne um also happens to be mostly malaysian all right yeah, so the, um, I guess the leader of Red Bar Melbourne is actually from Penang as well. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I, I, still, I still remember meeting, meeting this guy, um, his name's Ernie, Ernie hmm. um, whose Instagram handle is Risflex. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice. good name. Yeah. So he... Oh, we met up in like, um, fuck, I can't, re- I can't remember the name of the cafe, but it's, it's the one in Meyer, And, um, yeah. So like we met up and like, when he starts speaking, I'm like, huh? Brunetti's is it? No, no, not, not Brunetti's. The other one. I can't, I can't, I can't remember the name, but you know, yep. whatever. Yeah. Um, so, so like we met up and he started talking. I'm just like, dude, are you, you Malaysian as well? He's like, oh yeah, I'm from Penang. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm from Penang as well. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah, really it's, interesting. Yeah, it's 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 is a yeah, it's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. yeah, like so having having been to a few red bar gatherings, um, and meeting other fellow Malaysians, mm-hmm. um, yeah, right. like literally, I would say half the group is Malaysian as well. Right, right, right. <laughs> nice. Right. Which which I mean goes to show like how big the Malaysian community in, in Melbourne is. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like I mean mm. yeah sorry literally half know. literally half the group here in this uh recording of John John and Matic is well have been in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah technically yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. I feel like Malaysians are they tend to come out of their shells when they're in a foreign community and then they realize, oh, you know, there's this community of watches, um, watch collectors, you know, I don't know. But that yeah. personally, that was that has been my experience because I, when I got into it, I was very um, disappointed because there was there weren't any, like, get-togethers or anything mm-hmm. like that of the sort here locally in KL when I first started. Mm-hmm. Then when I went to the UK, mm-hmm. it all exploded. And then mm-hmm. when you eventually meet a few Malaysians in a group, you're like, wow, you know, this is kind of kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, then, yeah. how many Malaysians did you have in Red Bar London? Uh, a handful for sure. Um, I don't think Sean, you know Sean Song? Sean Song, the watch dealer. Mm-hmm. Shout out yeah. to that guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I met him mm-hmm. one of yep. the events. I don't recall if he was ever part of Red Bar London, but I do remember hanging out with him before he even started the whole uh, 
the, the, the business locally. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he was definitely part of the, the community there. Um, that's how we, you know, got to know each other and just got like, to you know. know. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and I never knew that he was Malaysian at first. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually right. you just like, you know, it just progressed to a point where, oh, we're both friends. You know what I mean? So That's nice. Mm. Yeah. So, so it sounds like Red Bar overall internationally is generally a meetup of uh, professionals who also like watches. Yeah. And where somehow Malaysians will find their way into the community. Yeah, because Malaysians were everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair. Malaysia boleh. Um, and I guess our final um, Commonwealth member abroad, um, Casey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is this isn't gonna go well. Uh, yeah. So, um, can you describe about your experience in a fellow Commonwealth country? Uh, my experience there was okay, but there was no nothing watch related. Why? Because well, I don't know if it's true that there are no. There probably are watch collectors, but definitely not where I was. And definitely, um, when I was in India, yeah, uh, as a medical student, because uh, I did two and a half years there, two and a half years in Malaysia. But um, mm-hmm. at the time when I was in India, there was. I was not into watches personally. Mm-hmm. And Manipal University is basically... Uh, there's a whole university town basically built around the campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so generally, it's all students. You don't really get professionals other mm-hmm. than the lecturers themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, as far as I know, there just wasn't really a watch collecting community over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at least, at least not in Manipal itself and at, at least not one that I was involved in. So basically my experience of that place, uh, as far as watch collecting is concerned, is zero. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I, I would say I legitly know more, way more Singaporean um, collectors than I do any Indian ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, of course, like Marsh, you, you know, like Kwa uh, Kinfei. Kinfei. Yeah. Yeah. Kinfei. Yeah. Yeah. Like, from from Singapore, like one of our watch collectors who who mm. actually turned up for a few of our Matic events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really nice guy. Good Shout bad, out to yeah. Kinfei. Shout out Kinfei. <laughs> yep. He, who's also on Instagram as Kinfei, right? Kinfei, yeah. Yeah. K W O K K I N F E I on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Dude has a longer so, one, right? Was it longer one? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Very tasteful. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And I guess, well. Since we're all Malaysian, we can we can also discuss about you know our our local communities once mm. again. Like we we've uh, we've discussed Pahag last week. Um, <laughs> yes, Pahag. So I mean, maybe maybe we can go into like how how the Matic um, kind of fosters this watch collecting community, and also maybe other other communities within Malaysia that you can talk about hmm. right um i guess when i first came back uh, i wasn't aware of other communities as well i think um like communities like mwg yeah uh, mwf i wasn't aware of these groups at the time i'm not even sure if they actually been around uh, but one thing i do know is when i came back um i was okay so the last week when i was in london i attended a iwc event with great bar london mm-hmm. it was i think the best closer for my time in London um, and I just felt like during the event I wanted to bring something like this back home um, because it, the whole the whole I think the warmth and also the camaraderie of that the whole gathering is something that is very hard to describe in, in words yeah and it's something that I wanted to uh, recreate back home here mm-hmm. so I came back um, did a couple with the cafe I used to work with uh, Sean Song was one of the the first ones that I uh, worked with on that event um, and then I guess the, the response was great you know people were really interested to see uh, to be a part of a community like this locally mm-hmm. I think um, and that's where I knew that there was definitely some potential here um, mm-hmm. because a lot of people will say that oh Malaysians are conservative I mean generally we are but I think yeah. we're all very curious as well we all Malaysians are very curious in general and mm-hmm. there are definitely people out there who want to get into watch collecting but they don't know where to start 
so that was where I decided that you know this this should be the theme for uh, our get-togethers. You know, try to get people who are not into it, or maybe they they have one foot into the the, the whole hobby, but mm-hmm. they wanted to uh, you know try to get to know the hobby a little bit better. And, and that was where that was pretty much our beginning. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we did a couple of events, I think two or three actually. And then before that, we I mean after that, I met up with Pete, uh, Pete from the front room. Shout out to Pete. Yeah. Uh, Pete has been our event partner for a long time. Um, and his his space, the front room and the needy baker is our unofficial uh, home of the Matic blog. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then that was where I decided I wanted to foster, I wanted I wanted to uh, cultivate the uh, a small community of people, like minded people. And I made it a very strong point to ensure that it felt like a family gathering instead of like oh a bunch of people coming over slapping watches under the table and just showing off. Yeah, you know, because I think that was the case for a lot of communities. I wouldn't name anyone, but uh, yeah. that was one thing that I really <laughs> wanted to avoid. And I think because when I when I shot out the invite the invitations to a lot of people, mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh shit, should I wear a suit? Should I wear a what watch? Should I wear? I only have a cheap Seiko." I'm like, "Dude, just chill out. You know, just come over and just have a beer. Bring your yeah. watches if you have. Yeah. So if you don't have don't have any of them, it's okay. You know, come and have a chat with us, have fun. Yeah. You know, and I made it a very um, made it a priority for us to always practice that sort of like, you know, to make sure that 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 was the message that we're sending out when we come to these uh, get togethers. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I can't speak for the rest. Wear shorts, wear slippers, wear whatever watch you have. Who cares? Like, maybe it'd be like, John, don't wear a shirt, come over to you. (laughs) Yeah, just don't wear a shirt, (laughs) wear wear a pants with a belt and just strap all your watches. Yeah, yeah, wear an Amherst belt. No, I'm joking. But yeah. I'll I'll just come shirtless. Yeah. Yeah, I'm joking. Barefoot as well. Yeah, yeah. Just, just boxers and thongs. Yeah. Thongs. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty much so, our cornerstone for the Matic blog, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how, how many events have we had now? Oh shit, I it wasn't a lot, but for some reason I can't I I lost count. <laughs> uh is I think it, there's is it four. I Okay, I think there's three with Pete. The third one being the last one that we had earlier this year with uh, Notice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there were like. Shout out, shout out to Notice. Uh, please sponsor me. West Colored. Yes, please sponsor John. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think prior to that, there's. Um, I think there's three or four of the previous cafe that I worked with. I lost count. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's not as frequent as Red Bar London. They have it like every mm-hmm. single month. But, you know. Mm-hmm. I, we're, we're working professionals. We don't have time for that. <laughs> so I guess, I guess what, it was... Your, uh, yeah. What's your experience been like trying to foster a community here in Malaysia? Uh, it's hard to put a finger on it. I don't try too hard, but I just try to come across as authentic, genuine. Like, I'm more interested about your story instead of, like, mm-hmm. what watch you have. Of course, if you have a killer mm-hmm. watch like John... <laughs> you know, it's it, yeah, it's then, a bonus. Then you don't need sure. a story. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> you can be as you can be as boring a person as John is, but if you've got the risk game, then it's fine. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Just don't. Yeah. I, think, I guess you don't have. Basically, my watches are my personality. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They they stand uh, in for your personality. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a big contrast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the big contradiction. <laughs> Jeez. So, but how how have people responded to like you know this approach of authenticity and not flexing, but just being interested in them as humans and in their stories as well? I think you guys yeah, are obligatory know this. emergency vehicle sound. <laughs> yeah. Um. Just a, another feature of the John John and Matic. Just, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. think I mean he—he he is a doctor after all. So yeah, but I think you guys, you know, you've attended a couple of events. You see that you know the people there are actually regular faces. So I guess it's a recurring thing. You know, people will come back if they feel good about being in a certain environment. So that was the environment I was going for. I wasn't trying mm. too hard to push. You know, in fact, you do see a local celebrities. I won't name who, but you know, who come over to the event because he feels like. You know, it's a safe space to flex. share. Yeah, it wasn't flexing. I mean, in all seriousness, you know, it was. No, no, a no, safe no, no, flex, you are flexing. You are it flexing. flexing. You're a celebrity. Okay, I don't yeah. know about that. <laughs> like, he, yeah. He's a yeah. totally chill and down to earth guy, but you're the one going like, "Ooh, a celebrity showed up to our yeah. event." 
Oh, look he's at saying that he's not a celebrity. I'm gonna tell him that. No, no we're not saying. No, he we're not saying. Fle- we're not saying that he's not a celebrity. We're saying. Yeah. You are flexing. You should be more discreet. Like, oh, look oh, at I'm me. trying to say oh, look, that I'm not a celebrity coming to my events. <laughs> 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 what have you got? <laughs> I'm just trying oh, to say that it's, like a, from it's, England. A, it's a comfortable environment for everyone to just like, you know, chill out, you know, and yeah, yeah. You know, that was it, the thing that I was going for. And yeah. I think it's, it, it really know, is a very comfortable mm. uh, experience. I think like every, everyone's just, it's very cozy and everyone just kind of settles in and relaxes. Mm-hmm. So no one's really, I think putting up, you know, any walls, no one's going like, no one's trying to flex and no one's getting pissed off at anyone who's trying to flex. So everyone's just kind of happy and chilling out. To be yeah. fair. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. um, having been to only one uh, Matic event, which was the one with uh, the Ava Matic um, mm-hmm. release, yeah. mm-hmm. which we will go to in a bit. Um, in terms of, of pretentiousness going out of the window and not necessarily being there to flex, I would, I would argue that mm, maybe there might be <laughs> some people who are... Oh, uh, yes. which I'm not gonna go into. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first, <laughs> which I'm not gonna go into. Right? Um, Are we gonna go witch hunting right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say witch hunting because I say it's witch hunted. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, it's been done. Yeah. I, w- I would say I would say it's it's kind of like flexing on a very supreme level. Uh, ah, not naming names. Yeah. Not naming names. Not talking about yourself, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, okay, I, I, okay. I only, I only own a fake Supreme uh, money gun. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like John, John got yeah. flexed on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, John got e- flexed on. Even, even though, even though I was wearing my long ferrier that night, <laughs> um, I still got, I still got flexed on because no one knows about long ferrier. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. yeah unfortunately. Yeah, oh. yeah. But, ev- but everyone knows automatic. But anyway. Anyway. Mm. Mm. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so um, like moving on to the Ava Matic, so like we we have briefly discussed this with uh, Cameron uh, of uh, Notice Watches, one yes. quarter of Notice Watches, and Correct. one of the three names that we know. Mm-hmm. You... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I mean I, so I not not we because this podcast is all mine. Um, Correct. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. You want? Would you like to? I guess the other perspective on the notice and Matic collaboration, which well, all of you guys happen to be wearing on your wrist now, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Um, yeah. I think it all it all started because uh, I became friends with Notice. Flex. And, Flex. Uh, <laughs> Flex. Well. Yeah, <laughs> ain't gonna lie, that's a flex. But uh, yeah, so so I got to know Wes first, and um, we sort of became friends. Um, initially, it just started like we just talked about watches. Eventually, it just started talking about other random stuff. And I think at one point, like, cause he was of course very well aware of um, the Matic, uh, the blog as a whole, and the team behind it as well. And also, of course, you know, like the whole story with Pahag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the GDMFEs, shout out to the GDMFEs, mm-hmm. um, where I, you know, um, mis- misplaced my Contrail 1. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, where mm-hmm. it, it disappeared. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there was like really a, a very nice um, response from everyone where they actually went out of their way to get me a, a Avalon, an Avalon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it really started from there and then it bloomed into more. And eventually, we're kind of like, I, I think Marshall was the one who mentioned to me, like, I want to do something a little bit more concrete with Matic. Mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. that's that's the way you phrased it. Like, yeah. yeah, we've done events and stuff like that, but I really want to do something special. And yeah. then I was like, hey, um, let, let's give a shout out to Notice. Because uh, they, they've been saying that they want to come to Asia and do a little trip. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we we definitely mentioned um, that we want to bring you know notice into the fold and do something special with them, and they were on board as well, and that's when we started all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's how the uh, Avamatic came into fruition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like 
that, that was just a special project for us. Um, but yeah, um, what, what do you guys think? It's kind of funny. We never actually like decided on the name Evermatic, right? Until like halfway throughout the campaign, <laughs> someone yeah. I think one of us was was like, uh, you did mention Evermatic as like a short form of the, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it worked. You know, it became like a like a thing for us. Um, but I think yeah, it's, it's a, a great, very easy name to work on. Mm. Yeah, it's a very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good collab for sure. I think it's definitely up there for uh, something that is so simple. Um, but at the same time, it's just such an impressionable watch. Until this, until today, it's been like I think um, eight months. Um, I'm still mm-hmm. getting like a lot of uh, compliments in the office, mm-hmm. and no one really knows what that watch is. I just kept mm-hmm. it discreetly. Yeah. But people do take notice of the guild and the way it works with the bezel. I think take it's notice. They take notice of the notice. Uh-huh. Take oh. notice. <laughs> and I, I think this was the first major project where Vincent and I got involved. Yeah, Vincent. Um, you have uh... to say. <laughs> Technically, with the Evermatic, because uh, at the time of uh, the whole thing was happening, I was actually still back in Melbourne. So I haven't really got involved in that until the event itself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much my whole experience with the Evermatic was that um, uh, initially I wasn't thinking of getting it at all. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, and, uh, I was trying to convince you, and then you're like, oh, no, yeah. I'm going to go for yeah, the so, Seiko. <laughs> so, all right, so here's the thing, like, uh, I, I'm not saying anything of, like, um, uh, notice watches or anything at all, but, mm-hmm. like, um, uh, through, probably through, like, photos and stuff like that from, like, the websites, and, you know, um, uh, somehow the Avalon, especially with the, with the green, mm-hmm. it looks a little bit toyish for me. At at hey, hey, face hey. value, Whoa. no, I, I I don't I don't mean any discrimination, but um, uh, yes, you do. Watch it, I, <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I actually um, can, yeah. can can we yeah can we not like this notice that much because I'm looking for to a get sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I've come to the point. I've come to the point where I there's there's this time where I recall Marshall was sending the photo. Yeah, of the Evermatic to the group mm-hmm. and like, hey guys, here's a, it, this is it. And I'm like, looking at the photo at first glance, I was just like, all right, cool. I did not <laughs> tell the group, and I just like message Marshall personally, hey man, how can I get one for myself? Mm. <laughs> I got money right now. <laughs> yeah, so I I I'm really glad that I actually bought one for myself. And uh, mm-hmm. it has been always on my wrist ever since. Yeah. I think it's one of the more wearable watches I've ever owned in a long time. Like seriously, mm. right? I mean, Which yeah. is very interesting because of like, if you look at the on on paper, the numbers are ridiculous. Mm. Mm. Yes. It's like 44.5 mm diameter, I think, which was yeah. like one of the major obstacles that we had trying to convince people that this is a wearable watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, that's totally the whole my, like my whole experience with that. I was looking at the dimensions, and then after that, Casey was just like, "Dude, it wears like a freaking forty. What sort? What sort of sorcery is this?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, "Yeah, it does wear like a forty. And yeah, that's. I mean, because that's because really like the the luck to luck, yeah, um, is yeah, is it's kind of short. short, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and yeah, the exactly. case itself is also kind of curved, mm-hmm. so it fits the wrist very nicely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's why we kind of got lucky because uh, Notice sent us a prototype. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that we kept over at the front room. And I think, Marshall, you were doing most of the legwork on this where you were getting people to come over and try yeah. it on. Mm-hmm. And that's where you convince a lot of people, I think. Yeah, I think around 70, 80% of well, the people who came and viewed the watch, um, I think for a lot of them, they said that, you know, this is actually very wearable in person. It does not mm-hmm. reflect the numbers that we see on yeah. paper. So mm-hmm. it's just one yeah. of those watches, you know, like for example, if you look at the renders, you know, you just don't see the guilt. You don't see a lot of like, you know, the, the physical traits of the watch. And when you really look at the the prototype person, that's where it all shines through. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. one of those things, man. One of those watches that performs yeah. really well, yeah. you know, in person. Yeah. yeah. The flesh. Yeah. And also, believe it or not, like until today, as I'm wearing the Amomatic, uh, like for meet up with my friends and stuff. I actually have like a few friends who's who are like actually interested on the spot. Like, 
dude, where can I get this watch? Yeah, likewise, yeah. people were asking. Yeah. Exactly. See, yeah, and that's when I tell them like, um, probably, probably we'll have another one in the near future. Who knows? Hmm. And I guess that's a that's a good that's a good uh, segue, I suppose. So, yeah. are there any collabs with uh, the Manic in the f- going forwards? After obviously the success of the current one with uh, the Avomatic. You can't say too much, but something's happening for sure, right, Casey? <laughs> yeah, there's there's something cooking. Yeah. Oh, you tease. Something mm-hmm. 2021, oh. hopefully. Oh, just just yeah. finish me, boys. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, I'm, coming, I'm coming oh, to Penang right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, there's, oh, there's, there's definitely something in the works. Mm. Uh, it, it's something that's going to be different from the Avomatic that we worked on. Yeah. Uh, but I think a very interesting new take. And we're, we're pretty excited about it. But it's still in the early stages, so we shouldn't say too much. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're definitely um, trying to release something that's going to be even better than what it was before. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I think this will be the first time that uh, Vince is going to be fully involved in the process. Yep, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am, I am super excited about it. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Have yeah. you got any yeah. any inspirations behind that, Vince? Pardon? Have you got any inspirations behind? Um, well, going forwards, um, like whatever uh, this next collab yeah. is. Yeah. Any inspiration? Well, I actually, I I, I don't know how to put it. But I'll I'll try my best to actually like contribute towards this whole thing because um uh, I've never been the guy who actually get involved in projects like this, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. coming up with the with a real product that mm-hmm. is gonna be sold to people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not not no, watches. Yeah. I think Marsh and I can definitely agree that for this project, I think Vincent has come up with the most ideas so far. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, oh wow. He he came up with he came up with so many ideas. So we had a brainstorming <laughs> session, and yeah. the point of a brainstorm session is to come up with as many ideas as you can. And Vincent was coming up with so many ideas that he apologized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like at at one point, like because like uh, everyone's like a, a a little bit quiet, and I feel like I'm a little bit over excited about it and i'm just yeah. like putting out every single ideas out there in, in in the in chat or on the table and just like at one point i just realized it oh did i did i talk too much i, I better tone it down yeah but yeah the the guys reassured me so yeah that's all oh, good i think yeah, no cause, yeah yeah like because the ideas that he came up with were really good so like i think we were just thinking about the ideas we just don't right? know how to put like, it we words and yeah yeah we were like processing it and then he's coming with more ideas, giving us more to process. And then we're just like, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, oh, this we, sounds good too. I think we end up in a pretty good and place when it comes to You just to do the, everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I got the help. But yeah, we're pretty excited about this next project. Yeah. And, sure. and any K-pop influences in there, Vincent? Oh, God. Because uh, you being oh. a fellow K-pop fan. I mean, if if I ever can make like um uh, Jenny to wear one of these, <laughs> <laughs> Vince, you sound like a pervert. <laughs> well, it's not shout, pervert. Shout out, yeah. shout out to Blackpink. Um, sponsor us. Sponsor us. Uh, sponsor Blackpink. me. Sorry. <laughs> I... Let let us sponsor you. Yeah. Oh. Vincent, yeah. you're gonna get one and then send it to her. Oh yes, uh, I'll probably like um uh, stock up the address. Them, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it actually, actually, it's okay because like I've I've met um Rose's sister. Oh Flex. yeah. Flex. 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 Yeah, yeah. So I'll 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 send it I'll send it to my friend who is uh, her friend and uh and yeah, pass we, it on we, to her. Yeah, and pass it on to Jenny. That's no, yeah, that's absolutely no problem, man. That's good. Oh, Any, that's anything that, for yeah. you, bro. <laughs> oh, no big deal. Yeah. NBD. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's very wearable too, man. I think it's a very small size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's very wearable as well. Yeah, and it's actually and, yes, one hundred percent. And being being as big as an influencer or influential uh, group as Blackpink, uh, then you know we can get the the Matic name out to the world and also the the John John show, the John John show. Yeah, yeah. and also notice yeah. as and, well. So and notice I can, can sponsor you. 
and then I can I can also meet Jisoo at some point, and then we'll get married as well. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> Where oh, is this God. podcast going? What's going uh, on? This is this is this is more of like a proposal than a podcast at the moment. <laughs> this is the K-pop and John John right <laughs> now. <laughs> this, the is, this is what John happens. John show. <laughs> Blackpink. <laughs> This is what happens when John John mounts a hostile takeover. Everything just falls apart. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be hosting from from uh, from now onwards, right? Yeah, nah. <laughs> well, we, okay. Well, here's what who, we'll do. Wait, we'll who, are, a, who are you to dictate this? Like, you you have no say on the John John show. There will be a performance <laughs> appraisal, what, and on, on then Instagram? we'll see how it goes. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna have a vote. And then we're gonna see what people are thinking. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Uh, like since you know we've mentioned you know the notice uh, and Matic collab. Yeah. Ha- have there been any other collabs out there that have really caught your eye? I think. Well, I think we were talking about the C sixty five, right? You guys were talking about the yeah, Christopher the, the Christopher Ward and Warren yeah. and Wow. Yep. I think that's that's and, uh, that was just released a couple of days ago at the time of recording. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. honestly, I love it. I think it's a great looking it's a very watch. Very handsome watch, yeah. It is. It is. Um, I would. I would say the Jacob and Co. Mm-hmm. and Supreme collab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it wow. def- definitely has wow. caught my eye. <laughs> In you are know, you trying to counter flex? Wow. Maybe. <laughs> um, Fair enough. No, but that yeah, that is definitely. Well, caught I actually my eye. for actually for the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were saying Vincent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what? Sorry if I cut you off because I think the internet actually oh, okay. is yeah. kind of delaying. Yeah, sorry, but, we're like um, we, we live in a we're in a third world country, so um no, the fact that we have internet is, is something yeah. to be grateful for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, eternally man, grateful so for grateful. my for my dial up internet. That's that great. I can still podcast oh. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man dial up days yeah yeah what I was trying to say is like um, uh, with the C65 we actually have a common friend I'm not gonna disclose who is he um, but he was like flex. sending me photos of the C65 and like oh man um, uh, they, they just came up with like a few teas like uh, we're just gonna find out who's like uh, how is it gonna look like and I'll be like oh you're just gonna bait yourself into buying another one aren't you <laughs> mm-hmm. next hour c65 surfaced the website is up and he's like so um i actually opt for the for the pvd black ones like he he the got sandstorm it background. within yeah the stands the sandstorm ones within like few minutes of the opening of the watch so we're probably gonna see somebody who's owning it and flexing on instagram soon nice Nice. But uh, nice. you you said standstorm, right? The root the root please sponsor us. Is he even still active? I have no idea. I I think so. The last time he played is during the Dota 2 championship. With the international, when was that? Uh, I believe it's like the international five or something, three or five or something. Okay, that's a, yeah. that's going back a Can't few recall. years ago, isn't it? Many years ago. Hey, we we still haven't we we still have yet to play Dota, man. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, let's not. One let's day. Not. I can't yeah, do that. Hey, why don't? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just it's okay. Uh, Vincent and I will carry you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so one one pretty interesting thing about um, these sort of collabs, I think, is because mm. you've got watch brands uh, collaborating with watch sites. So like, for example, One and Wound and as well as Matic. So mm. it, it really brings sort of a new dimension, I feel, to these watches in a sense, because you're kind of getting a small batch of a watch mm-hmm. uh, that's being released and designed by enthusiasts for enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that sort of sets mm-hmm. it apart from your regular run-of-the-mill sort of release watches because th- there's just a little bit something different in there. There's a little bit more risk that's being taken mm-hmm. because you know for a fact that you don't have to appeal to the mass public. Mm-hmm. You only need to appeal to mm-hmm. a very small section of um, watch enthusiasts. Yeah. Yeah, like one of the things that Notice has mentioned to me is a lot of their watches when they first released it came without a date. Mm -hmm. But the number one request from Mm -hmm. the vast majority of people is that they want a date. Yeah, but the vast majority of people are wrong. (laughs) But the vast vast majority of people are the ones who keep the businesses afloat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I was present for that that, Mm -hmm. uh, during that conversation. Uh, Wes was saying that, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I think it goes on to say uh, a lot of the people who buy their watches, uh, you know, they, 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 I think they value practicality more than aesthetics <laughs> to a certain mm-hmm. degree. I would say fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not yeah. necessarily a wrong thing, but I think mm-hmm. it's it's good to always cater to both sides, uh, you know, mm-hmm. of your audience. Yeah, yeah. And, Great and people on both pre- sides. <laughs> what, what, what reference is that? <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware. It's it's yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it, it panders to our audience. Yes. Okay, not not fair. not our not the audience that we currently have, which is uh, mostly Canadian. Well, what what's <laughs> hey? What's, what's this all about? That, what's it all about? <laughs> it's all about. I think the, the, I, think, I think the word the word got hoot because of our friend from last week. Mr. Furry. 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 From Toronto. Uh, here's, a, here's a big shoot out to Mr. Furry. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for, so, for gaining, okay. for, for letting, well, the John John Show gain um, how many followers? I don't know. I think we're up to nine at this point. Yeah, nine. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Wow, congrats, we're guys. Almost at, yeah, almost almost at double, double digits. digits. Yeah, yeah, one more. One more. One more. One more. Yeah, That's one more. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, coming back well, to the, the point that Casey just made. <laughs> yeah. Such a huge tangent, yeah. but yeah. I think it's like a next level kind of customization, I think, you know, for, for a lot of sites like ours or communities to actually have the opportunity to work with brands directly to cater to certain groups. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, it very niche thing. Yeah, I think. it definitely opens out a lot of doors for uh for watch brands because they know mm-hmm. you know these are the channels they can actually supply to in terms of you know. Yep. Yeah, and I think and, it's, and it's a little bit of shared risk as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think sure. risk the yeah. risk. A little bit of both. <laughs> well, what? How? Column A, column B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's an interesting time as that we always. live in for sure. When it, uh, for collaborations, you see a lot of. Even like prominent watch magazines, openly uh, yeah. collaborating with brands, uh, independent brands, mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. more like established mm-hmm. brands. But um, mm-hmm. or even yeah. like luxury conglomerates, like yeah. you know, oh, mixing it up with uh, established uh, watch websites. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting time that we live in. Um, definitely, yeah, there's this yeah. uh, argument of transparency, accountability, and, and independence. But I think we'll leave that for another day. It's a very mm-hmm, interesting yeah. conversation to, to explore for mm-hmm. sure. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And maybe maybe slightly building on that, like, would you say, as as Mr. Furry pointed out last week, that because, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's basically professionals running the Matic, so you already have, like, a, well, a steady stream of income, mm-hmm. per se, like, does that help? Uh, it's a double-edged sword, in my opinion, for me at least. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the income helps because you need to you know, put food on the table at the same time. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Cultivate your passion. But I think yeah. when it comes to the commitment uh, time that's required to be committed, it's it definitely uh, it takes a hit for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Casey can save yeah. for that as well um, due to our yeah, crazy yeah, schedules definitely. from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Casey, think, Casey has plenty of time for this though. So. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's something that we, I think it's something that we are okay with that. I think, you know, for the Matic yeah. blog, we don't we try work to around be, it. Yeah, we don't try to be like, we're not a magazine. We're not like, we're just a community. We're building this community and that's pretty much it. I try not to put too much pressure on the team or myself. Mm-hmm. We're just there to have mm-hmm. fun. And then just, I think that's the whole point. You have to have fun in this hobby, right? 
Um, and then just yeah. Well, well, Marshall video. has fun, but Vincent and I suffer. Um, really, this is the first first time I'm hearing <laughs> this. <laughs> no, but you, but you guys are into BDSM, so it's fine. I, I, I don't know about that. I am uh, nani nah Wait. what me. <laughs> Well, and on that bombshell, <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think, uh, yeah, it's a good time to, to end before we go deeper into the world S&M. of fetishes. Also, shout out to SM. Also, shout out to SM. Uh, you guys can sponsor us. I have, yeah, Irene, no, just... I have Irene on my wall. <laughs> yes. That sounds very bad. <laughs> not not controversial <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> On that actual bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> because no, she is quite a bombshell. Uh, thanks thanks for being on my show. Um, I'm sure you guys are having us. I'm sure you guys are as grateful as I am to be on this show. Very grateful um, indeed. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So yeah, episode two. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I felt like we 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 only yeah, scratched we, we the should, surface. We should, yeah, we should definitely we should definitely uh, get together again on the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, on the John John and Maddox show. That was close. That was very close. Yeah, and on another bombshell. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast.